Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Acts 23. Where does courage come from? Biblically, if we have to answer that question, I would say real courage comes from knowing that God is with you. Let's just think back to the Old Testament and Joshua. What does God tell him? Be strong and courageous, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. When you know God is with you, you can have courage. And what we have seen in some of these recent chapters in Acts, and especially going through a narrative passage like this, one of the things we will see is really the example of Paul. One thing we have seen from him is his courage and how he goes to Jerusalem, even though he knows that danger is waiting for him there. Um, But where is that courage coming from and what keeps him going in that? And we're going to see today, it's well, definitely God is with him. And he even gets a promise of that today. And I think that promise is really the headline of Acts 23. So let's look at it together. Um, Just to review here, Acts 21, Paul is... Uh, almost killed by a mob. That that was their intention, at least, to kill him. The Roman soldiers come and rescue him in a way, even though they are imprisoning him. And he gives his defense in chapter 22. And now we get to chapter 23, where he's being taken kind of from the Roman fort there to the council, the leaders of the Jewish people. And He comes before the council, and that is what we will see at the beginning today. And Paul begins his defense by saying this, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience up to this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Uh, So, there, Paul again, he's trying to be winsome and saying he's lived in good conscience, and he gets hit on the mouth. Um, and Paul kind of immediately strikes back verbally and says, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting to judge me according to the law? And yet contrary to the law, you order me to be struck. Those who stood by him said, would you revile God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not know brothers that he was the high priest for it is written. You shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. Now, that's an interesting phrase. Was he really unaware that this was the high priest or is he being sarcastic uh, in his words? I think the best way to take this verse would be at face value, that Paul genuinely didn't know that that was the high priest and that he was sorry for the, the harsh words that he had spoken in response because you're not supposed to speak evil about a ruler of your People. So I think this is another example of grace and humility from Paul. And even think of Stephen back when he was being martyred and he um, 
was saying, God, forgive them. He, he's calling out for the forgiveness of his murderers. Here, Paul is, is confessing words that he spoke harshly against a ruler, even though that ruler was doing something unjust. But then we see a bit of shrewdness from Paul because he's got one sentence into his defense and he's been hit in the mouth. I think at this point, Saul or Paul, who's a pretty smart guy, he's starting to realize this is not going to be a fair meeting of the council. Nothing good is going to come out of this. And so it says that he perceived that some were Sadducees and the others were Pharisees. So then he says, brothers, I am a Pharisee. And then he brings it to this um, object of the resurrection from the dead. And I think Paul does this knowingly, knowing that this will divide the council. You got the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And that, again, that's the oldest preacher book or preacher joke in the book. The Sadducees did not believe in a resurrection. That's why they were so sad, you see. Uh, so he knows that now they're going to argue about this, and that's exactly what happens. So here in the first few verses, I do think you see some interesting things from the Apostle Paul. You see that in this hostile environment, he is not willing uh, to speak evil of someone. And when he does, he, he apologizes for it. But at the same time, he is shrewd and he is going to do what he can do to work the situation uh, to some extent to his advantage because he gets out of there because they just start squabbling about the resurrection. But again, I don't think any of these things are the point of this passage, I think we really get to the headline of this passage as he goes back into the barracks. In verse 11, it says, the following night, the Lord stood by him and said, take courage for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify also in Rome. So what gives him courage as he continues to go on is the Lord stood by him and encouraged him. And that's the thing that we should count on today. If you are seeking to serve the Lord, if you are one of his people, God is with you. He is with you wherever you go. He will never leave you or forsake you. And so you can have courage. So let's just think about that. Do you believe that? Do you believe as a believer that God is with you? Do you trust that no matter what situation you're in, no matter what difficulty you're in, especially when you are seeking to serve him like Paul was, and when you are seeking to be courageous for him, are you confident that God is with you? And, and if you are, do you see how that should change your mindset? Do you see how um, you should be filled with the courage of Paul? And even in difficulty, you should have patience to carry on because you know that that Christ is with you. I hope you know that. And I hope seeing that in the example of the Apostle Paul reminds you, and we think of the terms then, always, now, uh, what, was tr what was intended by this Bible passage then to the original audience, what is always true from this passage, and how does it apply now? What's always true is that God is with his people. And that truth should affect you today. And then we see the evidence of that um, as we continue reading. Because the next day, some Jews make a plot. Some people make an oath that they will not eat 
uh, until they have killed Paul. And so they, they get the counsel to say, hey, come bring him back to you and we'll lie in wait and kill him. Now look at verse 16. Now the son of Paul's sister heard of their ambush. Let's just think about that. It's just put in there very matter-of-factly in the text. Oh, the son of Paul's sister, so Paul's nephew, hears about this. Uh, I I think we need to step back, and yes, it's put there in a very matter-of-fact way, but how does this happen? The ultimate reason is God. These people are making a plot, but in his sovereignty, God puts Paul's nephew there to hear what is going on. And so with that information, he goes and tells Paul. Paul tells one of the centurions, and then they tell the the tribune. And next thing you know, Paul is being sent down from Jerusalem to the coast on the Mediterranean Sea to Caesarea with a whole host of troops, and he is safe. How did that happen? Well, because his nephew just so happened to be in the right place at the right time to hear this. Just so happened or God orchestrated the circumstances. See, there's another reason why we should be confident and have courage in the Lord. Because all the circumstances around us, our God who is with us, he is orchestrating them. And so as you think through Acts 23, there's again, some little things we pick up from the apostle Paul, his humility, his shrewdness, but the headline is God is with him. And if you are a Christian, God is with you. So you should, as the Lord instructed Paul, you should take courage and you should trust that even in difficult circumstances, God is orchestrating the circumstances, and you will find some things that happen in your life that seem like a just so happened kind of situation. That's actually God working through the circumstances to provide for his people. And in this case, to provide for the safety of the apostle Paul. So I hope you are encouraged and that you take courage from this chapter today. As you see, the Lord was with Paul If you're one of his people, he's with you. So take courage today. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.